Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the Book of Enoch, the Prophet. Part 2, Canto 5, Noah's Contribution to the Parables. In those days, Noah saw a sign in the heavens that caused the sky above the earth to change, and the earth itself had become inclined with earthquakes and unusual tremors. He knew that these sights and events were ominous, and that destruction of the earth approached. Noah made a journey to the highest peak he could climb, to the dwelling of his great-grandfather Enoch, who lived in the heavens above the earth. Noah cried out urgently and coarsely with a loud voice, Hear me, hear me, hear me! He repeated his shout strongly three times. Noah raised his voice again to the heavens. Tell me what is transacting upon earth, for the earth labors and is violently shaken. Surely I shall perish with it. After Noah proclaimed his pleas, there was a great perturbation on earth, and a voice from heaven spoke aloud to him. Hearing this voice suddenly aloud in response to his own, Noah fell down to his face, and his great-grandfather Enoch descended from his place in the heavens and stood before him. Enoch said to Noah, Why hast thou cried out to me with a bitter cry and this lamentation? A commandment has gone forth from the Lord God Almighty against those who dwell on the earth, that they may be destroyed. For they know every secret of the transgressing angels, every oppressive and secret power of those devils, and of those who commit sorcery, and make weapons and images from molten metals. They know how silver is produced from the dust of the earth, and how to find the veins of metal ore in the earth. For lead and tin are not produced from dust of the earth as the primary source of their production. There is an angel standing upon these layers of metal with the purpose of securely keeping it in the earth, but that angel struggles to prevail in this task. After saying these things, Enoch took Noah with his hands, raised him up, and said to him, Go, for I have asked the Lord of Spirits respecting this perturbation of the earth. The Lord of Spirits replied to me, saying, On account of their impiety, their innumerable judgments have been consummated before me. Respecting the moon, they have inquired. They have sought a vision of truth in the sky. They have known that the earth will perish with those who dwell upon it, and to them there will be no place of refuge forever. They have discovered secrets, and there are those who have been judged. You are not among them, my son. The Lord of Spirits knows that you are pure, good, and free from reproach for having discovered those secrets. He, the Holy One, will establish your name in the midst of the saints, and will preserve you from those who dwell upon these secret evils of the earth. He will establish your seed in righteousness, with dominion and great glory, and from your seed shall spring forth righteousness, and holy men without number forever. After saying this prophecy to Noah, Enoch showed him the angel of punishment. Raquel had made ready the rock and ice hurtling toward the earth, which was prepared to come and spread open the mighty waters on all of the earth and under its firmament. These waters were for the judgment and destruction of the wicked offspring of those ancient aliens who remained and dwelled upon the earth, and those tribes of men who worshipped them as false gods. The Lord of Spirits commanded the watchers, who went forth not to take up men to save them, for those angels presided over all the mighty waters. Afterwards, Enoch left the sight of Noah, and Noah's spirit was concealed in the heavens. Noah beheld the sight of the watchers, the holy sons of God, treading on flaming fire whose garments and robes were white, and whose faces were covered with transparent crystal. They might have looked like astronauts, modern-day spacefaring beings, hovering above the earth with jet propulsion, 
although antediluvian, in this revelation, Noah saw two rivers of fire that bloomed and glittered below them like the blossoms of hyacinth, which might have looked like rocket engines thrusting. Then Noah fell on his face before the Lord of Spirits because these sights of advanced technologies were frightening when seen as antediluvian revelations. Michael, one of the archangels, took Noah by his right hand, raised him up and brought him out to the place of light where every secret of mercy and righteousness became revealed. He showed Noah all the hidden things in the extremities of heaven, all the receptacles of the stars and the splendors of the Oort cloud, from whence planetesimal forms could be sent forth on the command of the angels and before the face of the holy. He revealed the truth of how Enoch's spirit was in the heaven of heavens. Noah also saw in the midst of the light that surrounded him the same structure made of crystal blocks that Enoch had seen. It looked like it had been made from stones of ice. In the midst of these blocks there was a vibrating living fire. Noah looked around at the circles of endless flames that were rivers of living fire, the habitation's foundation flowing from its extremities which surrounded it, holding the structure above the surface of the earth and propelling it into the heavens when it ascended. Then the seraphim, the cherubim, and the phantom surrounded it, those who never sleep but watch the throne of God's glory, because they were the hosts who protect the throne of glory. Noah saw angels innumerable, thousands of thousands, and myriads of myriads who surrounded the mothership. Noah was the second human abducted by alien angels, this being the second written record of an extraterrestrial encounter of the fourth kind. But the watchers returned Noah to the earth where he lived his life for nearly 1,000 years before his spirit ascended to heaven when his corporeal body ceased to function. Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, Fanwell, and the holy angels who were in the heavens above went in and out of that mothership. With them was the Ancient of Days, whose head was white as wool. All about him was purity, and his robe was indescribable. Then Noah fell upon his face while his flesh was dissolved, and his spirit became transfigured to be eternal, the same as it had been for his great-grandfather Enoch. Noah cried out with a loud voice, with a powerful spirit, blessing, glorifying, and exalting the Lord God Almighty, the only one, the Holy Spirit. Those blessings which proceeded from Noah's mouth became acceptable in the presence of the Ancient of Days. The Ancient of Days came with Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and Fanwell. They were accompanied by thousands and thousands and myriads and myriads of their hosts of angels, which could not be numbered. All of the earth will shudder in great fear at the sight of this extraterrestrial event in the heavens. Then the angel of peace went to Noah and spoke to him, saying, You are the offspring of man who was born for righteousness, and righteousness is within you. The righteousness of the Ancient of Days shall not forsake you. In relation to Noah and all of his family, the angel of peace said, On thee, in his name, shall he confer peace in the existing world, for from the time the world was created, peace was offered to you. Thus shall it happen to you forever and ever, that all who shall exist and walk in the path of righteousness the Lord will not forsake forever. With you shall there be life everlasting, and the days of your offspring will increase with longevity. Peace shall be to the righteous whose path will be integrity. In the name of the Lord of Spirits, forever and ever. Noah had received the gift of everlasting life, but he would live on earth until his body died. Afterwards, his spirit ascended into the heavens. In those days, the word of God came to Noah, and he said, Noah, behold, your lot has ascended up to me, a lot void of crime, a lot of beloved and upright. Now then shall the Nephilim labor at the trees, but when they proceed to take them all, I will put my hand upon them and preserve them, 
The seed of life shall arise from these trees, and a change shall take place with them, that the barren land may not remain barren. I will establish your seed before me for ever and ever, and the seed of those who dwell with you on the surface of the earth, not going into the earth. It shall be blessed and multiplied in the presence of the earth in the name of the Lord. God also told Noah that he will confine those fallen angels who disclosed impiety, and in that burning valley is where they shall be bound, the lowest place on earth which God showed to Noah in the west, where there were mountains of gold, silver, iron, gallium, and tin. Noah saw that accursed valley in which there was a great perturbation, and where the waters were troubled. When all of this was effected from the liquefaction of metal by fire, such that there were pyroclastic flows and earthquakes, which occurred continuously in that place, there arose a strong smell of sulfur, which mixed with the waters, making it acidic. This is the valley of Hinnom where all of those guilty of seduction will burn like heaps of trash beneath the barren soil. Through all of that valley there were also these rivers of fire and molten earth flowing, so that into this lava those errant alien angels shall be condemned for having seduced and altered the natural evolution of the inhabitants of the earth. In those days these waters will be to the kings, the princes, to the exalted, and to the earth's inhabitants for the eternal torment of their souls and bodies, these cauldrons of superheated waters and lava will become the everlasting judgment of their souls. They will be full of revile, reverie, and rivalry, that they are summarily judged in their bodies because they have denied the Lord of Spirits. Although they perceive their condemnation day by day, they refuse to believe in His name. Just as the inflammation of their bodies will be great, so shall their spirits undergo a change forever. For no word uttered before the Lord of Spirits shall be in vain. Judgment has come upon them, because they trusted in their carnal reverie and denied the lore of spirits. In those days, the waters of that valley will be changed. For when the angels will be judged, the temperature of those springs of waters will also change. When the angels ascend, the water of the springs will once again undergo a change, becoming frozen. Then Noah heard holy Michael saying, this judgment of the angels shall bear testimony against the kings, princes, and those who possess the earth as evidence of their lies and deception of the righteous. These waters of judgment will cover all of the earth to destroy the wicked and the offspring of those fallen angels. The deluge will be for the purpose of healing the planet and to be the example of what God has forbidden. Eternal beings will not mate with ephemeral beings and extraterrestrials may not mate with earthlings because these things are an abomination to God. He would not do what he has prohibited either, because there is only one God, and he is Yahweh. Michael also told Noah that others will not perceive nor believe that there must be a change in their ways, that the way of these waters will become fire upon the earth, which shall blaze over the entire planet, leaving nothing alive on it. Afterwards, the Holy Spirit taught Noah the book of Enoch, the book of Noah's great-grandfather, which only the Holy Spirit can teach to a man and showed to him the characteristical marks of all the secret things in that book. Noah learned the parables, their protections, the meanings, and the path of angels. Noah inserted the marks within the text, so that they were the guidance for his offspring, to live with righteousness that they might cast out demons, heal the sick, prophecy in the name of the Lord of Spirits, and tell the truth, teaching others to know God, become kings of righteousness, uniting heaven and earth, and forever blessing the Lord and repenting, with the hope for an inheritance of everlasting life. At that time, Holy Michael spoke up and said to Raphael, The power of the Spirit hurries me away, 
and impels me on. The severity of the judgment, of the secret judgment of the angels, makes this message urgent. Who is capable of knowing the severity of God's judgment, which will take place and become permanent without being melted at the sight of it? Raphael bowed his head in understanding of this question. Again, Holy Michael spoke to Holy Raphael. Who is there whose heart is not softened by this truth, and whose emotions are not troubled by this knowledge? Judgment has gone forth against those fallen watchers by those who have dragged them away to confinement with all of this happening in the presence of the Lord of Spirits. In a similar manner of expressing his realization of the severity, Holy Raphael said to Raphael, They shall not go before the eyes of the Lord, because they have offended the Lord of Spirits, for they have conducted themselves as if they were gods. Therefore will he bring upon them a secret judgment forever. Neither angel nor man will receive a portion of it, but they alone will receive their own judgment forever. After this judgment becomes fully known to them, they shall be astonished and irritated, these transgressing extraterrestrial sons of God, for their condemnation will be proven to the inhabitants of the earth in writing. Behold, here are the names of those fallen angels. These are their names. The first of them is Shamyaza, the second Aristakapha, the third Armin, the fourth Kakabael, the fifth Turel, the sixth Rumiel, the seventh Daniel, the eighth Kayel, the ninth Barakel, the tenth Azazel, the eleventh Armers, the twelfth Patariel, the thirteenth Asasel, the fourteenth Ananel, the fifteenth Teriel, the sixteenth Semapisel, the seventeenth Yaterel, the eighteenth Tumayel, the nineteenth Tarel, the twentieth Rumel, and the twenty-first Azazel, whose name must not be spoken. These are the chiefs of the angels, and the names of the leaders of the hundreds, the leaders of the fifties, and the leaders of the tens. These are the names of the condemned whose names correlate to centuries of suffering, and the last of them was the worst of them all, because he taught men to know the secrets of war, the way of which will bring to mankind its destruction in that year, within that century, in a secret time that will become known to all of humanity. These are the names of those who swore, the ringleaders who conspired to commit the crime. The name of the first is Yekun. It was he who seduced all the sons of God, the holy angels, causing them to descend on earth in order to deceive the offspring of men. The name of the second is Kesabel, who appointed out evil counsel to the sons of God and induced them to corrupt their bodies by procreating with females to redirect the evolution of mankind from God's natural plan. The name of the third is Gadriel. He discovered every stroke of death to the children of men. He assisted Azazael in the crime of discovering to men the instruments of death, the coat of mail, the shield, and the sword for slaughter, every instrument of death ever known, and that will become known to mankind. From his hand all of these things were made available to those who dwell upon the earth from that time throughout history. The name of the fourth is Penemue. He discovered to the children of men bitterness and sweetness. He pointed out to them every secret of wisdom God gave to angels, and he taught men to understand writing and to use ink and paper. These have been numerous who have gone astray in this writing from every period of time in the world until this day. For men were not born to confirm with pen and ink their faith, because these things were not created for this purpose, except that these things might prove the eternal truth with righteousness and purity unlike the fallen angels. The name of the fifth is Abaddon, who destroys everything, and whose knowledge will cause men to perish when they endeavor to destroy themselves. The name of the sixth is Cassiade. He discovered to the children of men every wicked stroke of spirits and demons and how to conjure them, 
the stroke of the embryo in the womb to possess it, and the stroke of the spirit by the bite of the serpent. The name of the seventh is Satan. He inspired them all to prideful heresies, and his stroke, which was given in the midday, became offspring of this circularly scaled one, whose skin and appearance was like a serpent. These were the members of the Kabul, the principal members who swore an oath to defy the will of the Most High and command the crime against humanity that the holy watchers revealed unto the Most High who came to earth dwelling in his glory to judge them for their transgressions. One among those who had gone with them, who later separated himself from the others, splitting from them and the group being afraid, spoke to Holy Michael to report their crimes in secrecy that his name be kept from them, that they must remember the oath they took, when in the presence of the Most High they did agree to abide by his commandments for the powers of their eternal lives in the heavens, such that gifts from God not be used to make themselves gods among men. He, this secret one, asked that those who pointed out every secret thing to the children of men might tremble at his name, and that oath, this is the power of that oath, for powerful it is and strong. God established this oath of non-interference by the hand of Holy Michael, who tells all of the universe the eternal truth of God's eternal love for all of his creation, and that all of it exists as he directs, and none may ever interfere with it. These are the secrets of the oath, and by it all were confirmed. Because of this oath, the earth's foundation became water, which conceals the parts of the hills beneath it, and allows all life to proceed from it as creation, having life, because this water is life until the end of the world. By this oath, the sea was formed on earth, and it became the founding reason for God's creation of life on planets like earth all throughout the universe. During the period of time when there was this initial fury, God established the sand against it, that sand which tells the passage of time, which continues flowing without change forever. By this oath, the abyss has been made strong. It can never be revoked from its declaration forever and ever. By this oath, the stars complete their progress through the heavens. When their names are called, they respond forever and ever. Thus, throughout the universe, there are other planets with atmospheres, water, and soil, having living, breathing life in all manners and stages of growth and evolution. There the treasures of God are kept as splendors, like thunder and lightning. There are kept the treasures of hail, frost, snow, rain, and dew. All of these confess and laud praises before the Lord of Spirits. They glorify God with all their power and praise. He sustains them in all that act of thanksgiving, and they laud, glorify, and exalt the name of the Lord of Spirits forever and ever. With all these planets having creatures who live and breathe, God establishes this oath of sanctuary for their protection, so that they and their paths of evolution are preserved, nor does their progress perish. Great is their joy to him. They bless, glorify, and exalt the Lord, because the name of the Son of Man was revealed to them. He sat upon the throne of his glory, and the principal part of the judgment was assigned to him. Sinners will disappear and perish from the face of the earth, while those who seduce them shall be bound with the chains of eternal torment in hell. According to their ranks of corruption, they will be imprisoned, and all of their works will disappear from the face of the earth. Thenceforward there will not be any of them remaining to corrupt humanity, for the Son of Man will have been seen sitting on the throne of his glory. Everything wicked will disappear, departing from before his face, and the word of the Son of Man will become powerful in the presence of the Holy Spirit forever and ever. This is the end of the three parables of Enoch. This concludes this episode of Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the book of Enoch, the prophet. Be sure to subscribe or follow for notifications of new releases. Thank you for listening. I am Michael.